This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we're back in the studio to explore more of the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, emails from our wonderful listeners and the Self-Care Book Club. Welcome back to Self-Care Club. Wellness Road Tested, the epilogue show. Hi, welcome to Friday's epilogue show where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of journaling. Now, journaling is making a huge comeback. I think it's made a huge comeback. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to throw you off. I was bantering. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. Before we jump in, yeah. there is something I'd like to say. Yeah. I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone that's written us a review oh, on Apple Podcasts yeah. because they really do make my heart sing. We have had some beautiful reviews. We, we really, really have. And so I know we often say at the end of the show, but if someone doesn't listen to the whole show, yeah. which I often don't just on podcasts, I just wanted to bring it here at the very beginning to say thank you. The reviews on Apple mean the world to us. We love reading them. And if any of you listening that haven't written us a review, please feel free to go and write one. And actually, we've had so many lovely ones, we thought we could read a couple of them out. Shall I read you one from last week? Yeah. It was entitled Absolute Angels. Ooh. I found this podcast one day a few months ago, and since then, it's completely changed my life. I love how both the girls are so down to earth and so open with us, the listeners. After listening to an episode, I always feel so much better. 100% recommended to anyone and everyone. Oh, do we know who wrote that? Erin. Erin. Thank Erin. you, Erin. Erin, thank you. That Honestly, I get so touched by these. So sweet. And then we had another one from someone called Pliers One. She said, the best! Well, Exclamation mark. Could have been a he. It could have been a he. Quite right. And also, Pliers. I'm guessing it's a surname. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe something to do with their hobbies. Or maybe they are a handyman, woman, plumber. Yeah. We don't know. It's very mysterious. Anyway, they said, discovered this podcast a couple of months ago, which means I've been able to listen to one episode per day, dreading the day when I catch up. <laughs> Completely, as it means waiting three or four days for a new one. Thank you, Lauren and Nicole. I've been recommending to whomever will listen. Have you noticed that people call us Lauren and Nicole? Not Nicole and Lauren, like Ant and Deck. You would never say Deck and Ant. You would never say Deck and Ant. So are we now Lauren and Nicole? I is don't know. You would never say Susanna and Trini. That, exactly. Yeah. So is that what's happened, do you think? I always think it's alphabetical. Oh. Trini and Susanna, no. No, Ant and Deck, yes. Lauren and Nicole. 
Yes. I don't know. Wise. Yes. Yes. Any other duos? I always notice it with a husband and wife thing. Like if you're friends with a husband, you'd use his name first. But if you're friends with a wife, you'd use her name first. Lauren and Ollie. Right. Wouldn't you say? Is that true of your friends? I'm thinking. Sarah and Paul. Yeah. Donna and Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren Dean. Yeah. 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 It's always like the friend gets the first. We have one couple Mm. where we're friends with both and both of us Mm. are independently friendly. Like I'm independently friendly with the husband. Mm. And the wife, mm. as is Adam yeah. with the wife and husband. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why would Adam and Mandy, Mandy and Adam. But Ooh, which does he say? Does he say it the opposite way around? I I would say either. I would Ooh, say either way. Okay. What would you say about me and Adam? I'd always say Nicole and Adam. Would you? Not but, Adam and Nicole. No, I wouldn't. That would be very weird. It wouldn't be that. <laughs> wouldn't be that weird. <laughs> it would feel unnatural. Yeah. <laughs> to me. Anyway, yeah. should we get on with journaling? Yes, I think we probably should. <laughs> the reason that we're here yeah. and the reason that Pliers is listening to yeah. us. Yeah. Um, have you done it since? No. No. Have you? No. Are you going to go back to <laughs> I feel to really guilty it? about not doing it as Do well. You? Yeah, because I really enjoyed it that once that I did it. It gave me a lot of clarity and peace. When I, when that, hang on. But when that happens with things Ooh, that I do out. and I say to you, but I really enjoyed it. And then you go, but you really enjoyed it and you got a lot out of it, but you wouldn't do it again. Right. So I'm saying the same to you, but you wouldn't do it again. I would do it again. Okay. But you just haven't. Uh, yeah, I just haven't. Okay. I, I'm open. I'm very open. open to it. Okay. That's fine, isn't it? Absolutely. I'm allowed to do it whenever I like. I feel not so open. Why? I just don't it want to do hurt it. anybody. It doesn't cost any money. I just don't want to. I just feel like it's another thing. thing I have to spend time doing and I don't wish to spend that time doing it. Well, I did ask this on Instagram. Yes. Um, any thoughts on journaling? Yes. And what do you get from journaling? Yeah. Um, and a few people did say it's just another bloody thing to do. Mm. Um, we had quite a few different responses, actually. Mm-hmm. Jennifer says it helps her to process her day and to incorporate her gratitude practice. Interesting. Which I thought was lovely. Well, that was what I ended up doing because yeah. I couldn't bear the journaling. So I just changed it to a gratitude practice. Holly says it helps her understand how she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Joey says she decided to start the healthy habit, but she's struggling to see the point. Okay. Joey, that could also be a he. Yeah. So I apologise. It's I'm not, not sure. doing much for them. Basically. Rachel says, it sounds lazy, but I just don't have the time. Doesn't mm. sound lazy. No. Sounds like you're busy. And Ellie says, it helps her to release any bad energy. Okay. Daisy says, she starts with good intentions, but she can't be bothered. Fair enough. So I think there is a like across the board journaling situation. Gabby Bernstein has something to say about journaling. She says, put your rage on the page. Ooh. Let's discuss Gabby Bernstein for a minute. I don't know anything about her, so I cannot even be a part of a conversation about her. Well, I've read all her books. Okay. I've listened to her podcasts. Oh, you know a lot more. I do know a lot. I follow her work. Yeah. I really do. I'm a big follower of her work. And I really like the content that she delivers. Mm -hmm. And she always makes me feel better. And when I listen, I listen to her books, Mm -hmm. I feel enlightened. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think it's brilliant. Okay. I find her so annoying. Oh. I find her disingenuous. When she talks. No, I like the sound of her voice. It's really odd. Like, I really like the sound of her voice. I like looking at her, like watching her, like listening to her. Really like the content. Mm-hmm. But there's something about her that really winds me up. So you have got the same problem with Gabby Bernstein that I have got with Glennon. Is it the same? I think it's the same. 
Anyway, I asked on Instagram if you journaled. Yeah. Do you want to have a guess? I was really surprised at this. I'm going like less well, than... The, let me give you the options of what I said. Oh, okay. N- uh, yes, I love it. And no, never. I'm going like 60, 40. 60 don't and 40 do. Yes. <sighs> Is that right? Is that so it? Annoyed. In the ballpark? It's so annoying. Don't be annoyed that I'm always right. Because we're going <laughs> to do that week. Ah! <laughs> So we were discussing yesterday, we were going through the next couple of months of shows, weren't we? Yeah. And I put on the list, let go of being right as yeah. a practice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's discuss what you said about that. I said, it's going to be a struggle because the thing is, I am always right. <laughs> and I said, you're going to have problems with that week then, aren't you? And you said... I said, it's not because I always feel like my opinion's right. It's because I feel like I trust my judgment and I make good decisions. Yeah. And they're right. And I burst and out they're... laughing. I and you were really like, what? Why? That's really <laughs> measured. I'm like, well, that week is going to be a very interesting practice. Well, it is going to be an interesting practice. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm questioning whether you're going to be able to let go of it, though. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. When we test it out. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. 61% oh, wow. of people okay. said no, never. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, and 39% of people said they love it. I was really surprised. Mm. I thought our listeners mm. and the people that follow us on Instagram would be much more into journaling. But I think those that do it really love it and they really get a lot out of it. Yeah. It's a big I can practice really, for them. really see that. So can I, because I did it myself for many, many years and I totally understand Is it. Yours, was yours journaling though? I think that was more of a dear diary situation. Well, it was. Is, it, is that the same? I don't I think don't that's the know. same. I don't know, but I don't think I'm going to morph over. Into probably should have got a journaling expert on the show to answer that question. We probably should. Oh well, but hey ho, we've done it. Now. We've done it now. <laughs> Is did oh, we, why don't you ask answer us on an email? Because mm. I would really like to hear from the listeners if they think it's the same. Mm. Is the dear diary stuff that we did when we were younger the same as journaling? And if there is a fine line, which I'm guessing there is, what what is the fine line? Mm. I would like that. I would just like a bit of clarity around that. Okay. So that's our week of journaling in full. Uh, thank you for being in touch and being part of the polls and all of that. Uh, any messages, like I just said, hello at the selfcareclub.co.uk and come find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod because that's where all the fun happens, isn't it, Laura? Any emails? Yes. Had a lovely email in from Melanie. Melanie says, ladies, playing a serious catch up on the podcast. Just listen to decluttering. Love a bit of decluttering. Oh, I love you, Melanie. I was a little <laughs> bit disturbed by the laundry cupboard tidying, all single sheets together, etc. I wanted to share my bed linen tidy hack if you're interested. Always interested, Melanie. I put all the set inside the pillowcase so it's all together. What do you think about that? I think that is genius. Well, I've seen this being done. So you fold your fitted sheet, you fold your duvet and you put the whole lot, pop it inside the pillowcase. So all you have to do is take out one thing when you're changing the beds. But my question to that is, what about when you've got super king? Because I think putting a super king size sheet and a super king size duvet in one pillowcase is going to be a bit of a struggle. But I think for single beds, maybe even double, quite a genius hack. And I'm loving it, Melanie. (laughs) That's the answer. (laughs) Feelings and thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much in there that I have to respond to. Oh, um, firstly, I love how you 
really pointed out exactly what Melanie was saying as if she wasn't clear enough <laughs> as she was. <laughs> and then you sort of very kindly took us through yeah. how to put everything yeah. into one pillowcase. Just in case you're wondering. Yeah, just in yeah. case, which I don't think anyone was. So that was lovely. <laughs> and then the second thing was um, you could still put it all together mm. as a set. Yep. It doesn't have to go. I don't think it's a hard and fast rule that has to go inside mm. the pillowcase. I think it is. I think that's the thing because then you just take out the pillowcase and everything's in it like a beautiful pouch. Melanie, we need clarification. <laughs> Melanie, do you have a super king size bed? And if so, can you do this hack with that? Can I just tell you, I've actually upgraded my decluttering by one step mm. further. Go on. Okay. Saw this thing online, which is a can organizer. So my tinned, my goods, my tinned goods are just sort of in a, a sort of a wide, deep cupboard, but stacked. That was bothering me. So I have bought this shelving rack where they lie on their side. It's a three rack thing and they lie on their side and they just take one and then the next one rolls out. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh I love it's it. It's giving me joy. I I love it. Okay. But you have to make sure your cupboard is the right height. Hmm. What I had to end up doing was building the thing inside the cupboard because there was a little lip on it and I couldn't get it in and, you know. I can't believe I missed this vital piece of information. I really that's... didn't think it would be something that you would be into. <laughs> I thought you would mock me. You were right. It would no, just actually... give you ammunition <laughs> to mock me. Isn't that the point of our entire <laughs> like relationship? I'm going to share that with you. <laughs> you just did. Okay. I might buy you one for Christmas if you really I don't. Want you don't want I, do, I don't think my cupboards will be right. I can come and inspect. <laughs> <laughs> so I went over to Lauren's yesterday because we had some work to do. And I'm sat in her lounge... And I noticed on her bookshelves that they are all colour-coded. Mm -hmm. We discussed this already on the decluttering show. I know. Yeah. I thought that was just for your cookbooks. No, both sets. Kitchen cookbooks <clears throat> are colour-coded and living room books also colour-coded. Mm -hmm. What if you forget what colour the book is? Well, what I, happens then? I Would you just scan it? I rarely do. I rarely do. I just kind of know. That's the sort of info that sticks in my head. Really? Yeah. Weirdly. Anyway, you very kindly offered to colour code my bookshelf. It would give me joy. Well, I'd like you to do that, please. Great. Yes? Yes! Before next week. Bring it! We're going to take a short break and we will see you back here for our wellness newsflash. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. 
Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Wellness Newsflash. Okay, so I've got a newsflash. Yeah. It is about Gwyneth again. Oh. But I couldn't resist. Okay, go on. And then I promise next week we won't do anything about Gwyneth. Oh, no, I'm not promising that. She could do anything crazy she, in the next seven days. She, Yeah. It could be anything. Okay, you're She right. could eat bread again. Imagine. <laughs> or quinoa. And then press it into whiskey. She's done that. She's you know, I was that. thinking about that. Mm. I was thinking about that. Mm. And I probably should have asked my husband because he does have some big whiskey clients. Yeah. And he's been to the distilleries. Yeah. How do you get whiskey out of quinoa? Well, because it's a grain, isn't it? How does it turn into whiskey? Well, how does anything turn into whiskey? Whiskey is know. made from grain. So that, that, that's not a weird thing to me. It's just hilarious that she would choose a quinoa whiskey. Anyway, what's your wellness news flash? There's a man suing Gwyneth. It's Gwyneth personally? Or she's, Goop? She's, he's suing the brand Goop yeah. because of an exploding vagina candle. Oh dear. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop brand has always been a hot button for discussion as well as a magnet for snark. But now, thanks to a lawsuit filed by a man in Texas, Paltrow's personal wellness company is the subject of a legal challenge. And just as you uh, <clears throat> and just as you'd imagine, it's all thanks to the rather interesting exploding vagina candles that the Avengers Endgame star has been selling on the market. Per details that were obtained by E! News, damages amounting to $5 million are being sought after on behalf of all who purchased the candle. What? The class action lawsuit has originated from Texas resident Colby Watson, who claims that the This Smells Like My Vagina candle is prone to catastrophic failure. <gasps> I mean, <laughs> how can a candle be prone to catastrophic failure? Maybe it just didn't smell like her vagina. Maybe he really shouldn't be smelling it. Why is he buying it? I don't know. Who is buying this candle? I don't know. That failure. Gynecologist's office? In reception? That is so grim. That is so... Could you imagine walking into a gynecologist's office Mm. and it's stinking like vaginas? (laughs) I know that's... I shouldn't have said stinking. No, you shouldn't because they don't stink. Okay. Let's let's picture the scenes. I have recently been in my gynecologist's office. Yes. And it smelt, I don't notice the smell, but it was pretty clinical, pretty yeah. clean yeah. and pretty non-offensive. I, I feel... Not suggesting the vaginas smell offensive, just saying, I don't think I need to smell one when I walk into a doctor's office. I think you and I really need to smell this candle. I know. Like, we I know. really need to. I know, but they're not going to give it to us. And I'm not, not buying na- it. Not now, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not buying it. You're not spending £75 on a candle. That smells of her vagina. Mm. 
Hey, no. what, what happened to this this poor fellow? I'm just saying we didn't. You didn't comment. Would you like to smell vagina as you walk into? The doctor's office. Probably not, but I would truly appreciate the irony of the fact they were burning it in reception and it would make me laugh. It's not shaped like a vagina though, is it? No, it's just a normal candle. The failure being the fact that after burning said candle for three hours or less, Watson reportedly discovered that it had exploded. (gasps) Naturally, representatives of Gwyneth Paltrow's goop have responded with a statement that asserts their candle is a safe and properly tested product. That statement also labelled Colby Watson's legal action as frivolous and nothing more than an attempt to use a press-heavy product to make some money. With damages, attorney fees and a potential jury trial in the works, this could be yet another big story surrounding a product from the group brand that's been alleged to function not quite as advertised. Who could forget the time where Goop's jade vaginal eggs were the focus of a lawsuit that claimed Gwyneth Paltrow's wellness brand was being dishonest about what they could or couldn't do? I mean, what do they expect jade vaginal eggs well, to they do? Well, actually, they actually were damaging and they actually caused problems. What problems? Like cystitis? Prolapse and things like that. <gasps> so, And they claimed, they had a lot of claims, beneficial claims that didn't come to pass. But sorry, I do. this is nonsense because any candle, if burnt for too long or used in the wrong way or put on the wrong surface, could explode and cause a fire. Explode though. My stepmother, my stepmother had an au pair who burnt her entire three-storey house down to the ground with a candle accidentally left burning. They are, they're, they're dangerous. And I don't think this has anything to do with Gwyneth, Goop, all vaginas. I think it's exactly... <laughs> all vaginas. This is exactly what it says. It's like, oh, it's Gwyneth, it's Goop, it's a big thing, I'm going to sue, and there's loads of cash in this. I think they're right, that it because it's a press-heavy yeah, product, yeah. that it just would make no, a good headline. candles are dangerous, use them responsibly. I, I have another question. Yeah. I want to know, like if you buy a lavender candle, yeah. you know where that scent is coming from. Yeah. It's pretty much from yeah. fresh lavender. Yeah. Well, or synthetic, I don't know. Either way. Yeah. I've got like a lavender pillow spray. Yeah. I assume it's been made with lavender. It may have some essential lavender oil in it. Yeah. Yeah. But you can kind of guess where it's coming from. Where's this scent coming from? Where is this scent coming from? Well, it will be from? manufactured. There's no one like giving bits of their... I don't know. I, I'd say it's manufactured. Come I'm... on, doula lady. Where is this coming from? I think it's just lab manufactured in a lab. Can you imagine working on that project? I'd l- kind of love to work on that project. Sort of. No, it's a bit salty. Well, I mean, I no, feel it's... I'd be quite well placed to work on that project. Oh, God. You would be. I would be. Yeah. Fun fact mm-hmm. nothing to do with vaginas. Yeah. But it is to do with scents. Yeah. <laughs> Lnet. Yes. The hairspray. Yeah. Which used to remind everybody of their grandmother of at some point. Still it was does. a very nostalgic yeah. smell. Yeah. A few years ago, they changed the smell of Lnet and people went into uproar no. about it because it reminded people of their childhood yeah. and they changed it back. Oh, I used it on Saturday night and I always I spray it everywhere. I love that smell. Yeah. It's toxic but good. Reminds me of my grandmother's wigs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Grandma, my grandma always smelt of Chanel and Elnet. Nice. Yeah, it was a great combo. It's how all my grandmother should smell, <laughs> basically. <laughs> it's true. It's the just a reminder that the self-care book club is back. Yay, and we've missed it. We have. And this month we are reading Burnout, the exhausted person's six-step guide to thriving in a fast-paced world by Selena Barker, who you may remember 
came on our sisterhood show. Oh, she was a while back. so fantastic. Yeah. And she um, helped us with the sisterhood circle, didn't yes, she? she did. Yeah. So this is her book and we're going to be reading it this month. If you want to read along with us, please do. And then we'll be bringing you a bonus episode with our thoughts on the book and an author special yes. with Selena. Can't wait to have her back. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yes. What have you been doing for your self-care this week, Lauren? Well... I went out, out, mm. out, 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 <laughs> out. I got dressed, properly dressed. I didn't wear tracksuit bottoms. I, I did my hair. I drank alcohol for the first time in 29 days. How was it? Bloody glorious. Was it? Yeah. What did you oh, have? What first did you, sip. What did you break the fast with? I broke the fast with a house cooler, which was tequila, Lime, mint. Tequila. Oh, God, it I was mean, Could you have started like any harder? <laughs> bliss. And then I moved on to two very nice glasses of Malbec. Um, absolutely wonderful. And um, unlike Gwyneth, I did not consider this a case of going off the rails or hitting a new low. I also ate bread that night. <laughs> no guilt. Good. Um, it was So your self-care this week. Was bread and alcohol. And a night out with my sister-in-law. Oh, that's divine. It was divine. No men. No. Oh. Just the two of us. Bliss. Cackling like witches oh, in the I corner. Love it. Yeah. And then also slightly laughing because it was quite dark in the restaurant. Then we went into the bar area where it was even darker. And we were like, for God's sake, it's dark in here. And we were like, oh God, we're really old. Did you have to get your torch out on your phone? No, because we weren't ordering anything at this point, but it was really dark. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What have you been doing? <laughs> um, I got my hair cut. I know you did. And a I... big cut. I did. I, yes, it was a big cut. It's taken me a week to get used to it. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm really liking it now. Um, and as I walked in, my husband said, I said, what do you think? And he said, well, you know how I feel about your hair. Well, actually, I don't. <laughs> so could you feel me? And he said, I like your hair long. Mm. And I said, not in an entire year that my hair was long, did you ever turn around to me and say oh your hair looks nice I really like it long I also quizzed him about this while you were upstairs one day I said what do you think of Nicole's hair I love it and he went mm. I said yeah. what do you mean mm, she looks great and he said I like it long and I said all men like long hair yeah. and he said why do you think that is and I said I think because it's like the Girly. most atypical feminine thing one can do and also because if you're a bloke with short hair it's different to you which is like the same reason why we like some women like beards and hairy chests because it's so different to us. I love a beard and love, a hairy chest. Oh, me too. Absolute sucker for both. I bet Patrick Dempsey doesn't have a hairy chest. He does. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this how? Because how many films and TV shows have he been topless in? All of them. I know. I'm just not checking it out. Yeah, I am and it's hairy. Okay. Good. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> That's a relief. It is, yeah. Um, and I also got my hair colour done. Yeah. I have not had my hair colour done by somebody else for about seven years. Yeah, you can just do it yourself. Yeah, do it myself. Anyway, it was just gorgeous and I loved it and I'm so happy with it. Good for you. And that's what I've been doing for my self-care. Well, it's looking great. I don't care what your husband says. I, I'm loving your hair. There is something else yeah. I would like to mention that Come I feel on. really proud of myself about. Yeah, We don't have a specific section for what we're proud of. This no, week. we so don't. So I'm no. sticking it here. Okay. Um, we've got um, a big celebration coming up next weekend. Mm -hmm. So we've got a lot of parties happening mm -hmm. and a lot of sort of different sets of 30 coming to the house. Yeah. All weekend. Normally, mm -hmm. I would probably, and I think most women would, when they've got like a few out new outfits to mm. wear, they would sort of start reining it in food-wise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd want to drop a few pounds. Yeah. Anyway, 
One of my best, best friends turned around to me and said, I want to tell you something. And I said, okay. And she said, you're going to take this as an insult. I really do mean it as a massive compliment and just to tell you that I'm proud of you. And I was like, well, come on, spit it out. Mm. What is it? Mm. And she said, normally, you know, women are going on like starvation mode at this point Mm. and they're trying to drop half a stone in in three weeks. And she said, but you haven't done any of that. You haven't discussed your weight at all. You've just, you look gorgeous and healthy. And I'm so pleased that you haven't got caught up in that. And I said to her, you know what? I really haven't. And then I thought to myself, oh, maybe I should. But actually, I'm so proud of myself that even something as triggering as a big event mm-hmm. doesn't push me into that diet culture space anymore. Well, it shows you how far you've come. I know. I'm really so you proud of be myself. Proud. Thank Very you. Very proud. There you go. Good. Thank you for bringing that here. Podcast recommendations. Yes. You got some? Um... No, I'm listening to the same ones that I always listen to. I haven't listened to any new ones. I have listened to a couple which I've really loved. Yeah. I listened to Off Menu with Martin Freeman. Did you enjoy that episode? I loved it. What? But that's the first Off Menu episode I've listened to. Okay. I was already getting upset because I had seen that you had been listening to that. And I was waiting for you to say... I know it's your favourite podcast of all time and I listened to the episode of Martin Freeman and I just don't like it because i that's my favourite podcast of all time. I know. <laughs> I listened to the one last week with Bimini Bomboulash, which was amazing, and then I listened to the Martin Freeman one and it is one of the first ones where I was like, <sighs> yawn. I was not enjoying it. I loved him. I found him so nosegazing and actory that it irritated me. What does nosegazing me? mean? Like just so inward looking and it was so, it felt very indulgent. And I know he's an actor and they're all like that. And I know that because I used to work with actors. What do you mean indulgent? They're sitting there, they're asking him questions. They're sort of interviewing him, but not really. He wasn't very funny. He wasn't very funny. He was a bit too intense. I found him really interesting. Did you? I found like I got to know him a little bit better. Are you a big fan of Martin Freeman? Not massively. I've never really thought about, I mean, I've watched many things with him in, but I've never really, he doesn't, definitely doesn't play a part in my mind. Yeah. After I've watched him. Yeah. Um. He's in a lot of American roles recently, which I always find strange. I just get American because yeah. I can't get his accents are good. Yes. And he's a very good actor. Yes. I just can't get on board with the American stuff. I just found him a little bit, um, it's a bit serious for such a lighthearted podcast. I know they were doing a sort of proper interview at the beginning, but there just wasn't much. Are they not normally then? No, they never do. It's just all a bit of nonsense and then straight into the food. And this was like a long interview. And By the like, way, the food bit is such nonsense. Food bits are the only best bit. Yeah, but it's nonsense. The whole thing is nonsense. Yeah. It's just lighthearted yeah. fun. Yes. But he, for me, I think the thing is between you and I is that you prefer a sort of more heavyweight, proper discussion, a podcast you can get your mind and teeth yes. into. Yes. And I really just want to be made to laugh, basically, right. and be taken away. Okay. So maybe, yeah, we come at this from very different angles. So that is very interesting. Yeah, isn't it? Well, I'll listen to another one. I find the funny, like the funnier I do ones, like, are my favourite one. I do like podcasts that just make me laugh as yeah. well. And I've needed that more in the last year than I ever have. Yeah. Um, oh, the other one I listened to yesterday, which was just a whole hour of sheer joy and bliss. Mm. I know you're going to turn your nose up. Go on. How I Built This, Guy Raz. You ever heard of How I Built This? No. One of the best podcasts around. He's, okay. the most, he's enormous in the podcast yep. world, Guy Raz. It's American. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks to entrepreneurs and how they built their businesses. Right. And there'll be businesses on there that you've will have been around every single day. So okay. some of the and it's their rise to to power and fame and how they got success. the success. It is yeah. it is so fascinating because it's 
pretty much usually a rags to riches story. Oh, I would love that. And it's incredibly inspiring. And mm. Guy Raz is an incredible interviewer. Okay. So I highly recommend it anyway. Yeah. He interviewed Jay Shetty. Yeah. And it was all about Jay Shetty's life. Yeah. Um, and how he started out and he was at school, went to university, how he became a monk, how he came out of yeah, that yeah. and how he's now obviously a big content creator yeah. and a big podcaster yeah. and an author. And it was just a wonderful story, totally escaped. I, I just mm. love Jay Shetty now. Okay. Excellent. I liked Jay Shetty before, but now I have a much deeper understanding of who he is. But I still hold fast to the theory that if he did not have the Paul Hollywood piercing blue eyes and a very good looking face and he wasn't an ex-monk, he would just be an ex-monk. Listen to the story because there are points where he talks about how he really pushed his way in. It didn't just happen. It's not that hard when you look like Jay Shetty, though. He's a very good looking ex-monk. (laughs) <laughs> he is a very good looking ex-monk have you seen his wife I have she's also she's a very good looking wife of an ex-monk <laughs> and she looks like she does a lot of yoga yeah and yeah. she looks like she's a lot of fun yeah yeah anyway yeah he worked really really hard to get where he's got is the point it didn't it wasn't just handed to him on a plate he was really forthright about it interesting yeah okay have a listen I'm going to give you a TV recommendation oh go on it's a bit like off kilter for a middle-aged Jewish woman, but I've been watching a show called We Are Lady Parts. Now, I know what you're thinking. Obviously, I was drawn to it because you think it's going to be about vaginas. non-vagina based in your life. It's not anything to do with lady parts. It's amazing that you are straight. Excuse me. It's about an all-girl Muslim punk band. And that's the name of the band, Lady Parts. It's nothing to do with vaginas. Look Uh, how proud you are of yourself. I know, I really am. Um, it is a cracking show. Okay. It's not probably meant for my demographic, but I cannot tell you how funny the writing was. Sort of the insight it gives you into modern day Muslim women. They are not caricatures. They are real people with real stories. It is hilarious and brilliant. And the songs are great and the music in it's great. Channel? Channel 4. Great. I binge watched the whole thing. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I don't understand why you get time to watch all of this. pack TV. it in late. It was a great show. I really recommend it. We are Lady Parts, Channel 4. I also watched the Davina documentary about the menopause. Yes. It's an important watch. Okay. For every woman, because every woman is going to go through menopause. And she gives some very important statistics and facts about HRT um, and about the broken system Mm -hmm. and how it comes to dealing with the menopause Mm -hmm. um, and how you basically just the things to watch out for when you're going through it and the signs to watch out for so that you can get the help that you needed. Because most women at some point of perimenopause, when they go to the doctor because they're not feeling right or Mm -hmm. they're feeling foggy and their brain isn't functioning Mm -hmm. as normally as Mm -hmm. it would uh, premenopause, they're often offered antidepressants, mm-hmm. which don't yes. help. They don't help the symptoms. Yeah. So a lot of women then walk around thinking they're depressed and they're changing all the meds and it gets very, very messy. Mm-hmm. So it's an important watch. Okay, thank you for that. What's coming up on next week's show, Lauren? <laughs> next week, here it comes. We are trying out exercise. Yes. Yeah. Well, you've been doing it for a month. A whole month. Yes. And next week, we've we've highlighted to it bits here and there haven't we next week we are going to be giving you the complete rundown of how Lauren got on with her exercise and we've actually got three shows coming out Mm -hmm. because there was so much to talk about with it there was yes a huge amount so 
uh, tune in for that. That will be coming out on Tuesday. We're looking forward to bringing that to you. Thank you for listening today. Any um, Anything you want to tell us, please email us hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. Come find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod and go write us one of those glorious reviews because we love those. Have a good week. Stay well and invest in your self-care. Bye-bye. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network. The Motherkind Podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Motherkind.